E3 is soon upon us, so today on Impulse, me and Peter are back again to discuss the announcements we hope to see at E3. Now, Peter, you specifically are going to E3 in person this year. Yes, I am. It's my first E3, and I'm all excited and jittery about what might be there and all the games I can play. The lines. Uh, <laughs> don't bring it down already. The California heat. It's actually only supposed to be in the low 80s, so that's good. That's not so bad. That's pretty good. If I were there, personally, and you know, I'd be outside the conference, you know, standing on, like, a wooden box or something, preaching to the people, you know, go home, you know, see your family, walk the dog, video games are a mistake, but, you know, I don't think that would last very long. I'm pretty sure I'd get, you know, kicked out of the premises or something like that. But, uh, let's get right into it. Let's, let's discuss each conference and the games and announcements, potentially, that we're looking forward to. First up, I would argue... Probably the most anticipated, or I would maybe say even the biggest conference, will probably be Microsoft. And I think that's because of the, the, the very interesting circumstances that are going on here this year, because Sony aren't here this year. Yeah, shockingly. I feel like, you know, Sony are probably going to do something in the fall. It's that way they dominate, you know, the, the, the news cycle and all that space for the next couple of months in the fall and the new year. Whereas I'm almost Microsoft, convinced they're going to do it this week. <laughs> just maybe to... like that that'd be the ultimate chad move of sony to just like do yeah. their own thing during the week of e3 and just stick the finger right at them but we'll have to wait and see but uh i think just because of that because of the lack of sony being there microsoft they have to they have to pull out the big guns like they have to show anything and everything they can yeah absolutely and i mean even from last year we know gears 5 is going to be there there's probably going to be something about the new Battletoads. They have all those studios now, so maybe we'll hear something about Obsidian or Ninja Theory. And obviously Halo. Yeah. Like, personally, I'm the most excited about Halo. I I feel like Halo really needs a comeback right now, especially for 343 Industries. And I feel like Halo Infinite, with both you know Xbox One and PC release, it could give them that sort of edge. Especially if they decided, you know, take Halo in a new direction in terms of some sort of narrative. And I'm just excited to have Halo again on PC. Yeah, I have no idea what Halo Infinite could be, because I don't know what that title even means. I imagine, like, it'll be based heavily around, like, the Forge and stuff, and all kinds of, like, user-created modes and such. Like, I'm just imagining, like, if the Forge is really as expansive as they say it is, like, the, the kind of shit people will be able to make will be incredible. It'll like, be a roguelike be to... survival game. People could probably straight up make <laughs> battle royale game modes for Halo, and that, that yeah, could they be probably. Something. I mean, I don't think the game's going to actually be that, but I wouldn't doubt that the Forge mode will allow you to create that if you really want a survival. That's Halo. what I'm hoping but, for, especially on a PC. Uh, yeah, the the thing that gets me interested is that there would be crossplay, so at least co-op now maybe if someone has a console and you have PC. Yeah, I imagine you'll be able to like, like specifically choose though. Who you want to play with, like just PC folks across. Oh, yeah. I mean, Microsoft knows how to do online. They're not Nintendo here. (laughs) But uh, outside of that, you know, like I said, I'd be very interested. Like you said, I'd be very interested to see an Obsidian project of some kind. But uh, I think the other big obvious, like, elephant in the room that is already, that most people already know about is Cyberpunk 2077. We'll we'll most likely get a new trailer. I'm hopeful for a release date. Yeah, there's. I mean, it could maybe be at the PC gaming show, but I I'm pretty it. sure it's like, going to be at Microsoft. It's going to be at the Microsoft show, because I feel like that's going to be the biggest show on the tour, Yeah, so. and I would expect it, too. I don't know if it'll be the could opener be or the closer, but... Yeah. Yeah, it could be at both as well, but I'm 
Microsoft seems like a good bet, and I'm sure they'll show something to the public. Yeah. But uh, if they show a release date, you know, I'll be pretty excited for that, just so I can at least, like, plan my PC upgrades in the future, because right now, I think, like, the next time I decide to upgrade my PC is going to be around the launch of that game. Once there's, like, requirements out, out in the wild for that thing, I'll probably just base my next PC around that, honestly. But, uh, my wild card for the Microsoft conference is I want to see Peter Moore come back out on stage. He lifts up his shirt again, and where there was once that Grand Theft Auto 4, you know, that, that Roman numeral 4, I want to see, like, a poorly edited version of it, so it's switched around and it shows a 6, and he announces Grand Theft Auto 6. And then they, it's they actually the same shirt. He just put it on in reverse. <laughs> he got the same clothes, they cut his hair the same way, everything. That'd yeah, he just, he just wore the shirt inside out. Do you guys so remember E3 2006? Speaking of cricket noise from the crowd. Following that, though, the, the next, probably the next most, I would say, interesting conference, maybe outside of Nintendo, will be Bethesda. Because uh, outside of Doom Eternal, everything's sort of up in the air. I think Bethesda have already confirmed that they're not going to be showing any Elder Scrolls 6, and they're not going to be showing any Starfield. But uh, outside of, you know, I guess Doom Eternal, we'll probably see some more Elder Scrolls Online stuff. Uh, hopefully not. Like, they don't show any mobile stuff. Like, take a cue from Blizzard here and be like, yeah, you know, maybe they don't. <laughs> And, I mean, they did last year. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, Bethesda's a mixed bag. Like, it's exciting when you know there's something big on the cards, like, specifically, like, an in-house Bethesda-made game, like Starfield or Elder Scrolls Six. But when you kind of know that that's not coming for a while, you gotta kind of rely on their publishing side of things, and that's always maybe outside of, like, Doom, kind of, like, up in the air for me, honestly, in terms of excitement. Yeah, I, I almost can guarantee they're gonna show something about Rage 2's DLC. Because what else is there? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> and Fallout 76. Yeah, you know what? Believe it or not, that's what I'm actually most anticipating. I, I know Fallout 76 was a total dumpster fire on launch. You could you'd see a review for that. But I, you know, I genuinely think that universe and that setting has so much more to give. And I think with enough effort on their part, they could turn that thing around or at least turn it into something else. Similar to like Final Fantasy I've preached this a hundred times already, but, like, they did Final Fantasy XIV Reborn this thing and at least maybe turn it into something better. I don't know. I mean, it's not about how it launches, but what it, it has, becomes. Yeah, thanks, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's something. Something's there, and it's going to eventually shine through. I'm curious what they can do with that world. So like I said, I think the wasteland of Appalachia is is compelling. It's a, It's a great setting, and I think... It's a great point in the timeline as well, like pre, like any of the other games, like so shortly after the newts dropped and stuff. Like there, there is stuff they can do in that universe and that timeline specifically that could be interesting. They just didn't achieve that at all with the launch. So, and then there's the uh, the funny conference, a uh, Devolver Digital. Um, I don't know what to expect, like at all. Uh, I know there's, what is it? My name is Pedro or whatever, but like. Devolver's conferences aren't really about the games. No, so. yeah, no, it's it's but definitely about mocking the show itself. And those are usually funny. They're, they're I mean, very fun. I to get watch. it. If there's anything I might want to see in terms of like games or announcements, I think the like honestly the only thing I'd want to see is, I guess maybe an update or release date for Metal Wolf Chaos XD. That's really about oh, it. Oh yeah, I forgot they're publishing that. Yeah. So yeah, that would be nice. And apparently it might be coming to Switch, so it'd be nice to get confirmation of that. Yeah, like if they show a trailer just with a release date and stuff, and even a Switch announcement, I'd be yeah, I'd be pretty stoked. But then there's also E3 VR, which uh, 
You don't sound very excited about, but... I didn't even write notes. Hear, hear me out. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we write notes, so we're not rambling, and I couldn't even care enough to write anything. <laughs> hear me so. out. Hear me out. The Valve Index is like out now in very, very limited quantities. You can't even pre-order it in Canada yet. But it, it's going to become more readily available as, you know, as the year goes on. And I think by the fall, it'll be pretty easy to get one if you have the money. So I think the only thing right now that would make me like alter my financial plans and purchase that headset from the get-go as soon as it's available here in Canada would be Half-Life VR. And if they yeah, decide to whip out it. the big guns and show off some Half-Life VR, hey, I'm, I'm in. I'm all in. You know, you, you've I would even take it as a... I would even take it as a remake of the original. If it really is like just a remake of Half-Life 1 and 2 and I guess the, you know, the episodes just in VR with knuckle controllers and all that, hey, I'm in. So that, that'd be fun. Yeah, I mean, that'd be a certainly unique way to relive those games. So It would it would sell cool. that platform, that's for sure, because that's kind of what oh, VR yeah, lacks, absolutely. really. Because right now it's, it's still in this odd state of like, there's some great games, but a lot of them still feel very much in the realm of tech demos. Yeah. I mean, some of the biggest games on VR are basically that. Yeah. I know there's been good stuff on PlayStation VR this year, but it's weird that it's this year when the device has been out for two. Yeah. But, you know, on the note of, uh, I guess, did, did you did you have anything you want to talk about in VR or no? Absolutely not. I... <laughs> <laughs> but on the note of, uh, I guess, you know, PC gaming and Valve and such, the PC gaming show will be back this year as well. Uh, just probably to be some, you know, great exclusives for PC from indie developers and, you know, major AAA developers alike, hopefully. Maybe Sando will talk about some Yakuza ports. Ray Tracing I mean, will probably be thrown around a whole lot. Yeah, I, I'm... I can almost guarantee that. I know I'm saying that term a lot, but NVIDIA and AMD released their specs for upcoming processors, so yeah. I bet we're gonna hear... A bunch of that with slides yeah, yeah, and graphs. graphs and look at the and... teraflops. <laughs> yeah. We can so, do real-time ray trace. Okay. That's, uh... Look at Quake. Remember that game yeah, from at, 20 years look ago? Look at Quake, too. Look at it this 20-year-old game. $1,000 card in ray tracing. It, yeah, it looks neat, but come on. That's the best you could do with ray tracing? Uh, it'll get more use probably way oh, no, it later will. down the line. Ray tracing is not a gimmick. Yeah. Like it's a fundamental change in how. Wow, this is what our show is going to be about. <laughs> <laughs> it, like I said, expect the words ray tracing to be said a whole lot. And maybe, 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 maybe they'll show the Xbox Game Pass there. That's definitely going to be at Microsoft's, but they might show it at the PC show as well. Yeah, which is weird because it's already like kind of available on Windows 10, but like the game selection is really limited on PC. If, if yeah. you just have a PC, it's specifically the play anywhere games yeah like they don't have anything exclusive but they will so i would imagine they're going to show something because they're not doing the stupid universal windows app yeah um, requirement anymore i guess things i would want to see would be going back to the microsoft stuff again i wouldn't mind seeing some halo on pc like if they show off it if they show off that specific stuff there you know i'd, I'd be pretty excited and i guess yeah i mean it'll be reach because yeah. that's the only one that's close to release so but uh, moving on to Ubisoft, the always oddball of E3, in my opinion, in terms of, like, how they... I guess the presentation aspect of their shows is there's going to be a dance of some kind. People are going to come Someone out might dance. crash through furniture. But people are going to dance, and they're going to come out and be like, guess what? Just Dance 2020. And then... Uh, on the Wii. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> you know, is 2019 on the Wii? 
Yes. Oh my God. You know what? Probably. <laughs> it's not on the Wii U, but it's on the Wii. Uh, w- when Wii support will end for, for Just Dance is unknown. But uh, yeah, Just Dance 2020, that'll be a thing. Personally, I think the only thing I'm like hopeful for or looking forward to, I guess would just be like an update on Beyond Good and Evil 2 something. Because last time they announced that game, it di- it disappeared into the fucking ether for a decade. So I don't want that to happen yeah. again. I want, I want an update. But uh, what would you want to see? I want to see Splinter Cell. <laughs> That's it. It's been a while. I've been talking about it for months on the main site, and I just want to see Splinter Cell. I don't know why hey, now that hasn't the happened. Time to revive that franchise and go ham with it, because Metal Gear is dead. <laughs> yeah, Metal Gear's dead. Siphon Filter's not coming back. Yeah. I mean, Hitman's its own thing, so Death come Stranding. on could be uh, it, it looks like a stealth action game but i, I wouldn't really compare it to yeah that. yeah death stranding will be stealth action more than likely but it's not military stealth action Definitely. you know and splinter cell has a certain style and panache to it like, that's just missing because they haven't made one in six years yeah so splinter cell that'd be pretty cool and maybe you know not having beyond it and evil 2 you know vanish into the void for another decade that'd be nice don't do that Following that is Square Enix, who who have some big guns to show off. Real big guns. Like, probably, you know, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake, that Avengers project. Yeah, they're making an Avengers video game. That's that's something. And I would guess maybe the Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC they announced. Yeah. But, like, their shows are never really long. It's like half an hour at the most, so. Finally, probably the show I'm overall most looking forward to. I don't think it'll be the biggest, you know, because Nintendo specifically do directs now. Yeah. But it, it's still the show that I'm the most excited for just because of the, the games that I am hopeful for on the Switch. And I'll just say it, Animal Crossing. Yeah. Show me more <laughs> Animal Crossing. I swear to God, if Animal Crossing is not at E3, especially since it's my first E3, I'll be upset. Pokemon Sword and Shield look great. You know, I bought a Switch to play Pokemon games, obviously, but I, I know what to expect with Pokemon. Like, I saw that initial trailer, and I already have a pretty dang good idea what to expect but animal yeah. crossing i'm pretty curious about outside of that link's awakening probably more of that oh god i want to see that yeah definitely. <laughs> all these games i like know like animal crossing we know what it's gonna be i just want to see it and link's awakening i know what it's gonna be it's link's awakening but i still want to see it you also wrote down here like snes games coming to the switch online which that'd be cool but kind of hopeful for like gba games as well because, like, yeah. I would really like to replay, like, games like Pokemon Fire Red, Pokemon Emerald, and utilize, like, the Pokebank feature on the Switch. That'd be neat. I honestly don't think SNES games are ever going to come to Switch, but it would be a cool thing. Like, the end of the Direct, Nintendo's like, oh, yeah, and this, and they're available right friggin' now. And you're like, oh, God, what? <laughs> and, uh, I don't know, probably more Tetris 99 stuff. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you'll all have a Battle Royale in the crowd during the Direct World. I, I don't think they show that in front of a live audience. I don't, I don't think know. they actually show you'll it. You'll probably on... have to be like, you'll you'll probably be waiting in line to play something while watching the directs. So. <laughs> and obviously they're going to reveal another Smash Brothers character. Yeah. Because they, what else have they been doing? That's what they're working on. So they have to have something. Dante or Eggman. That's what it has to be. What if they have movie Sonic and now they have to oh, remake man. that DLC? Oh, that'd be something. What if they choose not to? <laughs> Just leave it. Here's a cross-promotion <laughs> for something you'll never actually see. But what would you guys want to see at E3? 
What are your most anticipated announcements at each conference? Let us know down below.